It's the Suncast Podcast, covering the Sun Conference and all its sports. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. It's your boy Reagan Harold back. Shout out Manny. Manny is with us today. Uh, Manny, fantastic job over the last uh, c- couple of episodes. Really appreciate you stepping up while I've uh, had to keep the fire burning on the uh, softball side of the world. No, nah, don't worry about it, man. Uh, I was just blessed to have the opportunity and and hoping to make you proud. That's all. Hey, you certainly did. Um, let's run through a couple things. A couple of congratulations are in order. First off, we finally got something right. We did it. Were we wrong first? Yeah. Did we say Kaiser men's basketball was playing better basketball than the St. Thomas Bobcats two months ago? Sure. Were we right then? Probably not. Was it the smart thing to say? It obviously wasn't. But what we did get right, and what I know I hit the nail on the head, Manny, you were on this boat as well. We said the St. Thomas Bobcats would get going the second half of the Sun Conference season. Manny, they finished 9-1, and one, a close loss to Ave Maria mixed in there. But other than that, the last 10 games, this is the best team in the Sun Conference. We knew it coming in. I don't know why we tried to get confused. I am 100% sure there is still a curveball left in the Sun Conference season with the tournament. Do I think it's St. Thomas? I don't know. Is this our conference tournament episode? No, it is not. That will be next episode uh, because obviously we still have a couple more uh, T's and I's to dot. But the way everything stands, it will be uh, St. Thomas. Uh, one more quick shout-out. Shout-out uh, Farm Memorial uh, Devo team winning the Devo championship. Congrats to them. Um, but, Manny, St. Thomas, uh, it will run through St. Thomas. Do you want to start with the men's? Because we do have the clarity in the men. The women's, we're about 75% sure where we're going to be. It sounds like we'll be in Lakeland. If it's in Lakeland, I can almost – I, I, I gear, just about guarantee every game I'll be there. Um, I'll be there, do the live coverage thing. You know we kick it up. Hey, it's postseason time. Uh, when it gets postseason time for a sport, that's when we kick, kick it up. Um, look, baseball, softball, lacrosse, flag football, your season's just started. You know we're going to talk about you. You know we're going to get into it when we get into March, April, uh, and obviously May is when uh, your postseason is. We'll talk more about the, those sports. But this episode, Manny, it is for the great sport of basketball because it's time. It's time to go. Uh, we pretty much know – we know about everything I think we do in the men's. Not everybody's 100% shirt up, but we got an idea of the playoff picture for the first time really this season. Yeah, uh, I think we should start with the men because I think it will be the the quickest to go to. I do have the breakdown because, like you said, we we know where we're going to be at for the tournament uh, once we get to Final Four and Championship, but we still don't know the rest of the standings. And I kind of broke it down here so we can get into that, uh, obviously, later when we talk a little bit more about the, those playoffs and all that stuff. But, no, yeah, the Bobcats, they've been playing the, the best basketball of the season. they eight in a row now, like you said, 9-1 their last 10. And I said it before – I understand, you know, you want to have a player that can go for 25 to 30 and every night. Everybody wants that. But sometimes that's not the best because you have a player like that in Milton Matthews, but he, he doesn't want to do that. He wants to if he can have an 18, a 15 point game and a win, that's exactly what the Bobcats need to do, because you have a six man rotation between Taylor, Matthews, Harris, Hernandez, Warren, 
and Agoro that can do that for you. Like when we talk about a six-man rotation in the conference, I don't know if there's as deep one like the Bobcats have. And right now they're playing just perfect basketball where, yeah, every now and then, you know, we had the Anthony Harris 25 ball against Flomo. We had Milton and, and Taylor last game against Kaiser go for 43 combined with 23 for Matthews and 20 for Taylor. They have each picked the game. But it's come organically. It's come in a, in a situation where they're all flourishing in the offense. They all understand where they can get their their points in. You have someone like Curious Warren who doesn't care about points. He'll get his dunks. He'll get his his crazy plays. But he wants to block shots, get out and run, grab as many rebounds as possible. It's all coming together right now. And the team is also shooting very, very well. And sometimes, and I've everybody knows I've been a, a proponent of this, you know, being a, a stats guy. When you shoot very high, typically you're going to come back down to earth. But if the shots you're getting are quality looks, they're at the rim, they're open mid-range, they're open threes, that can be consistent. Now, obviously, you might have an off night here or there. But if I'm talking about if the shots are good, I like the the maybe not 52% like they did last game against the Seahawks and 47 from three, but they can hover around that 45 from the field and definitely be in the 40 to 45 range for threes. I think that's completely within their capabilities, and that's what makes them such a dangerous team, honestly. Yeah, they are. Look, y'all proved this last year. Uh, not so much in the conference tournament because Riley Menix was around, but there's no more Riley Menix in this conference. When it got time, when it got time for postseason play, you knew Coach Craver was going to get the boys right. Uh, they've done it this year. And honestly, you look around the conference and other teams starting to kind of sputter uh, at, at the end. Uh, Ave Maria has lost three or four. Uh, they beat Weber the other night. Weber is, I don't know. I I, I don't know what Weber you get. Uh, you, you just don't know. Is Eden going to go out there and drop 35 and is Coop going to hit seven, eight threes? If that happens, they can beat anybody in this conference. Or is are they going to shoot seven for 30 from, from three like they did against Ave Maria? It's not going to work. Um, but looking so just looking at conference standings, uh, it is a little bit of a cluster in that two through four. Florida Memorials eight and five, Abe's eight and five, Kaiser's eight and five. They'll be in that order if they all win or they all lose. Obviously, you I mean y'all can y'all can play the who wins, who loses uh scenarios in your head. You're either eight and six or you're uh nine and five, however it uh however it goes on Saturday. Uh, and then Weber and Southeastern are going to be battling for that that uh, that next spot, and see it going either way, really. Um, and I don't think it makes much of a difference. It, it, it this makes no difference. None of this matters, honestly. Um, when you start, obviously, uh, you want to buy, you want to be at home. But I look at these matchups. You're going to get some combination of Weber versus Florida Memorial, Ave or Kaiser, and then Southeastern versus one of those th those uh, three as well. Uh, and then what, Flomo or whoever gets that? Two, is two seed off? Two seed gets off, right? Yeah, two seed will, will, will get off. Um, yeah, they one and two will get, will get the bye. So three will play six, then four will play five. Okay, so the six, seven doesn't matter. Whatever happens, Weber, Southeastern, you're going on the road, you're traveling to South Florida somewhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um sure. I tell you, let's play this game. And look, there's not really much need to going in and previewing these games this weekend. We'll talk a little bit about it, but you know, um, Manny, if you're Weber International, do you want to go to West Palm Beach, Ave Maria, or Miami Gardens? For me, this is an easy answer. If I'm Weber, if I'm Weber, I actually want to go to Ave and 
Kaiser side of things. I think really? they will. I think Weber, the way they're playing right now, I know, like you said, they, they did lose that last one, but considering the big picture, you know, you kind of haven't had the depth at times in the back end of this con of this uh, regular season slate, but you've sure. pulled out some impressive wins. I, I've said it before. Um, I, I said it when, when you weren't here. I've said it when you are here. One thing I'm going to credit the Warriors backs against the wall. They respond. They I, I remember that game against Florida Memorial. They responded. I remember another game a couple weeks ago. They responded. So they they tend to when they don't really have any support or, or or any expectation of winning, they come out. That's where you get the the whole thirty five ball. That's where you get a situation where where Golden can have a fifteen rebound game and and he really just come hunkers down. Cooper comes out and hits eight threes. Like they they thrive in those pressure situations. And I think. You know, if I had to pick a team that's kind of quote unquote limping into the postseason, it would be Ave, just because like you said they're one in the 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 last three or four games hasn't been the best. So Weber gets hot at the right time, which they tend to do. Then you set up a matchup between them and Kaiser, and yeah, I get it. Kaiser might not be the 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 easiest opponent for them, but again, it's two games. It's two games, and then you're in the next thing you know, you're in the conference tournament championship. So that's why I think Weber can definitely benefit from that type of style or that type of a of a breakdown in the playoffs. I disagree, um, and I I don't even think it's close, dude. I give me Flomo, uh, Kaiser uh, boat raced us, and then we got we we won at home uh, on the Ori last uh, second three. Ave Maria boat raced us once. Uh, we dropped the one at, at home Wednesday night. Would like to have gotten that one. I thought we I I thought we put ourselves in a position to win against Ave Maria. Um, I'm not gonna lie. The game disappointed me. I was very disappointed in the game itself um, just because it, that was a game where I, I've been waiting months for it. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be high 90s to 100 kind of game. Didn't get like that. It was, it was still a game, still an entertaining game. Don't get me wrong. For me, it's far memorial. Why don't we beat them twice. We match up against them. I talked to Coach Copeland before. He's like, y'all match up well against them, got their number. I'm like, yeah, that's who I want to face because I know we can beat them. And not only do I know we can beat them, I know we can beat them with who we have. That is the game where Holt dropped 37. They did not have an answer for him. They could not move laterally and defend him. They could not get a hand in Cooper Peterson's face. He was dra draining threes down there. Why can't we go do that again? I have no issue with that. Then get our bat our butts back up, or I guess we'll stay down there, honestly. That's fine. Stay in Miami. That's smart. Leave your team in Miami for I don't know. That's real <laughs> Miami smart. off days are different. Miami off real days smart. are different. Real smart. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. You, you might you might want to check the risk reward and the budget there, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, but Manny, uh, I, so we we disagree there. But for the Southeastern Fire, where do you think they they match up well? At where, where do you, who do you think they they want to face? I think it is a little bit uh, different. I think it's the uh, more situation of. If I'm on the fire, I don't want to see the Lions just because we saw this past Wednesday. Yeah. The matchup just isn't. It ain't there. It, it ain't it's there. not there. One of those teams that the Lions are going to pound the paint. They're going to really make it tough for you. I actually have it here in the stats. The Lions, they just dominated in the paint. They doubled the fire's paint points. 36 when the fire had 18. They out-rebounded the fire by nine. And I think that's a good thing. I think the fact that it wasn't 10 or more is a good thing for the fire. So it's just a bad matchup for them. I think if if I'm the fire, I want to avoid anywhere where the Lions are. And then you add in the fact that it will be on the road. It's just not a good matchup for them at all. 
you know, I, if, if I'm them, I'm right there with you. Uh, avoid Florida Memorial. Um, if they face them, it is what it is. Who do I think they match up well with? I think Kaiser. Look, they lost to Kaiser twice, but one was an overtime game. One was by two points. I think the I, – yeah, I, I don't think I know if we want the best matchups. Ave Maria gets the bye, and then it matches up Kaiser versus Southeastern, Weber versus Florida Memorial. Because I think Kaiser versus Weber can still be a good one. Um, I don't. And there's all due respect to Southeastern. It's just a matchup thing for me. I think Florida Memorial is a matchup nightmare for the fire. Now, don't get me wrong. Fire got some hard workers. I mean, they, they got do. some dogs. Oh, they, do. they got some dogs. But in the day, Florida Memorial has what they have, and Weber has a number. I want that. Uh, real quick, shout out uh, Warner, Coastal Georgia, just because I wasn't on the last couple episodes. Fellas, good season. They, they, it's it's tough. It, it hurts, you know, teams like that because the record doesn't show just how good they really are. You know, and it's no. just a, a credit to the conference being so deep, and 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 it, and it, it's tough. You know, I, I I've been a fan of Coastal. I've been a fan of Warner. They honestly, they even put on a great performance in their own right. You know, it says a lot about the yep. programs to play a game against each other that they both know they're not going to make playoffs. They both could say, well, it's a throwaway game, but no, they went out there, they competed, they had an overtime thriller. It was, it was a good, a good way for them to, to show like just how good this conference has been this year. So, yeah, I know definitely give them their, want to give them their flowers for, for putting on a performance. And Hey, there were times this year where we said Warner could be in the postseason. Coastal could be in the postseason. They had some upset wins out there. So it was really, really a good season overall for them. Let's take a look at the games that will be happening at 4 o'clock on Saturday. All of them except for Warner Southeastern. That game will be at 7 p.m. Imagine if that was a standalone game. Warner had a couple more wins. They were sitting at 5. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, St. Thomas versus Weber. We're going to skip past that one. Got a feeling St. Thomas will rest, guys. Uh, no need. They, everything's locked up for them. Um, if they do play everybody, I think it's simple. St. Thomas wins. Uh, I don't see that. Manny, do you, do you think likely rest um, heading in? No. You, last thing you want is Milton Matthews to twist his ankle going up for a rebound against Weber. The only thing I would say is, and and I do side on their probably rest guys, but I think they'll rest guys in the in the game, as in you know they'll probably play those six that I mentioned, um, but they're not going to play their normal minutes just sure. because. Yeah, you did lock it up, but you're going to go in a week with no uh, games. So I, I think they still want to get some type of reps in for sure. Probably play half the first half, maybe a little bit of the second half, and then call it. So, yeah, I think I think that they'll be there. But, yeah, rest within the game, minutes restriction type of thing, and and just let, let the rest of the guys get, get some running and then get ready for a week off of just locking in and practice and, be, and, get, and watching these games on Tuesday and, and Wednesday whenever they're going to be. Yeah, these next two, uh, similar situation. Um, look, Coastal Georgia is going to be fighting for their life. It's going to be senior day. Uh, it's going to be a chance to upset one of the best offenses in the country, one of the best teams in the conference. They have the ability to do it. We, we've talked about it uh, over the last couple months. Coastal Georgia could match up well with Ave Maria, especially the way Ave Maria's you know, not averaging 90-something points a game. They've been averaging more like 80 points a game over uh, the last two, three weeks. So, potential upset there. However, Manny, I think this is where Abe says it's time to get going. I think we see the Abe we've seen for the majority of the year. They drop 100. They get hot rolling into conference tournament. They lock up a two-seed. I definitely agree with you. I think Abe will get this win. And honestly, I think they need it. They 
They, yes. This is a game where, like you mentioned, just because I know how good Coastal is going to be senior night, even though their their season will be over after Saturday, they still want to go out on a high note because they had, again, a very good season. And that could be a good test for Ave in the in that in getting ready for playoffs, getting ready to, you know, first round will be at home. But after that, you're going on the road to try and win a conference championship. It's not going to be easy. So I think it'd be a good showing for them. And, and I'm excited to see what they go out and improve in the sense of, yeah, a little bit of a lull, but we're going to get it together here and, and get ready for, for postseason push. We're going to skip over Florida Memorial Kaiser, obviously the biggest game uh, of the final weekend. Warner versus Southeastern. That will wrap up Sun Conference regular season play Saturday night. Look, this Polk County rival, baby. Um, for Warner, a chance to play a little bit of a spoiler. Obviously, Southeastern's in the tournament, but you can guarantee they'll be the sixth seed. Uh, make sure they, they'll, they'll have to travel either way, but make sure they have the hardest matchup possible, especially if uh, Florida Memorial beats Kaiser. Um, but for me, dude, it's Southeastern. It's your senior night. It's your last time playing in the furnace. Kind of similar to what we talked about Coastal Georgia. There's going to be a lot of pride there. You're about to go on the road fighting for your basketball career life. I don't see them. I don't see them squandering this opportunity. I don't think Coach Lee's going going to uh, allow them to not be prepared for this game. I think they'll get locked in and they'll put pressure on Weber to win to for Weber to keep the five seed. You know what? Just to, to give it a little spice, I'm going to go Warner. I think similar to Coastal. They know their season is done. They want to – and this situation is the opposite. They want to, like you said, play spoiler to not just playoff seeding but also well, senior night against this rivalry. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with, with the Royals. I like the way Blaze played last game. I like the fact that they won in overtime. I think it was a good send-off for those seniors um, on senior night. So I'm going to go with the, with the Royals in a, in a close one. I think it will be a close one either way, but I'm, I'm going to go Royals with, with the upset here. Well, I could also – you know, we'll know the results of that Weber St. Thomas game well before. before. True, true. I mean, I, I could see Southeastern. They see Weber beat St. Thomas. They're like, all right, we're the sixth seed no matter what. Rest guys, and then again, then we fall into the debate of well, who knows what happens? Who's going to care? Blah 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 blah. Anyway, uh, Manny, screw it. Who's the men men's player of the year? Because I think I think this race has gotten interesting. It has gotten interesting. Because I would he's obviously not in it anymore. Yeah. Um, which I think we were all I think pretty much until his situation happened, he was going to be the player of the year. Um, if he would have continued on the trajectory he, he he'd been on. But now you go Taylor, you could go Milt. I think Eden Holt has a case. So and, I think and, Felix from Flomo has a case. I'm I'm gonna say because the way I see the the I, I do think seeding's gonna matter. I do think seeding's gonna matter. And um obviously we haven't talked about it yet, but but basically the winner of Flomo and Kaiser will most likely end up being the sixth the second seed. Um the loser of that will drop all the way to four because of, of the way the situation and then like Ave said, win and a Kaiser win, Ave would be the two seed. Uh yeah, if, if if those two teams are tied, well, so this this is what I said because they have a win against each other, correct? Ave and Kaiser have one over each other, or does Ave, or did Ave sweep the season series? Repeat that. If if Kaiser and Ave are tied, do they each have a win over each other? Did they, they split their season series one and one? I think Ave swept them, but continue on. I'll look that up. Um, if they have a split. 
I think it goes to common. It'll go to common opponents next, and then Kaiser will get that nod because they beat Southeastern twice, and Ave uh, split with the fire. From what I I was watching, I was looking on the stats. I could I could have gotten that one mixed up though. I'm gonna go and raise hell at my apartment built in my apartment building. Our Wi-Fi has not been working, and I have I am at my wits. I'm at my wits end. I want to play Fortnite. I want to play Fortnite. <laughs> this is what we, this is what we care about right now. I want to play Fortnite and <laughs> and the right, so they split. Uh, they split. Uh, Ave and Kaiser split. That's something we should have known. Um, off the rip, but context it's seven in the morning while we're yeah, recording yeah, it's seven we, in the we morning had to get this one as, as quickly as possible i haven't even had my coffee yet <laughs> i haven't had my, my coffee yet leave me alone um but yeah um and then yeah so and then in southeastern kaiser will beat them twice and ave i believe split with them all right get... we'll find we'll find out all, all the setting and stuff let's get back to, to, to but the, yeah so if if, if kaiser finishes second i think it becomes a situation between milton matthews and i think vincent actually has uh the best case yeah. from kaiser averaging a double double all year i think you definitely got to give him um credit but I do think it'll be a Bobcat, whether Taylor or Milton. I think Milton gets the nod because he's been doing it for a whole season. Um, Taylor obviously just kind of coming in for the back end of non-conference and then uh, taking over conference. To his credit, the man's been on a mission. He really has only had one bad game that you can say was a bad game. And even still, he had an impact in that game, that one being against the Lions when they played at Florida Memorial. I'm going to go Milton. I think Milton's been putting up the, the consistent stats. And again, I do think optics are a big thing. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody understands he's going to be the focal point of all the defenses out there. And he's still putting up efficient nights. He's still putting up 20-point performances. He's still going to be arguably the most impactful player, the gravity that he can create on a court just being out there. He could be 0 for 20, and just because 5 is out there for St. Thomas, you got to respect it because his long ball is just that deadly even if he's not quote unquote hot. So I think Millen's going to get that one, but yeah, it, the, the race has gotten real, real tight. And I also credit the fact that the Bobcats clinching the conference championship uh, regular season side, a game a day before or, or a game or a game before the postseason when what we thought it could have gone literally down to the last day, I think also going to give them a little bit of extra credit there for Milton. It was always the Bobcats that were going to win this conference, man. I don't know why we ever try. Hey, you know what? Good job to us because we made people guess, or maybe everybody. <laughs> we, 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 it was all we, we always knew. It was the ride. <laughs> but the player of the year is going to be from West Palm Beach. Uh, it is Vincent. Um, the guy's averaged 17, 18 points for the majority uh, of the year. He is the best rebounder in the conference. It's not even close. He's averaged 16 rebounds, 17 and 16. That should be enough to you know kind of wrap it up. A block and a half a game, a steal and a half a game. He is a freak. Uh, you know, would he would he be the, the player of the year if he wasn't a seven footer? I don't know, but I'm not gonna play that game. If I was if I was seven foot, I'd probably uh I'd probably still be a podcaster because I'm not that athletic. But you know, you know easy, easy, easy. But I, I think it's Vincent. I think he's been the best player this year. Um if it's Milt, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. If it's Milt, I'm not mad if it's Taylor. If it's anybody else, I am gonna kind of be like, hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, like I said, a lot of phenomenal players. I think Eden Holt's been the best player in the conference the last two weeks. I mean, two two conference player of the weeks. So I think that's scary for Weber coming in. But yeah, I got I got I got them. We'll do uh we'll do the preview of the conference tournament obviously next episode. But 
Manny, let's put on our crazy socks because it's time to talk about uh, women's basketball because this has gotten it's gotten mm. a little hectic. It's gotten a little hectic. Uh, so we're about 80% sure we know where it's going to be. Uh, the semifinals will be in Lakeland. It's not wrapped up yet. couple scenarios we're not going to get into because we're not that smart and we're not going to do that. Um, but it, it's pretty much wrapped up. Southeastern, simple. They're when they're, they win they end. Even if they lose this weekend, Manny, couple scenarios: St. Thomas lose, uh, Ave lose, yada yada yada. I got to roll out, and it just it hurts my brain looking at it. it let's just say, brain. let's just make it easy. Southeastern wins Saturday. Make it nice, clean, uh, yeah, easy, no upsets. They beat Warner. We're chilling. Uh, we will know for a fact. Uh, so again, they are they play later. Uh, three games at two. Southeastern plays at five. I think that's because Southeastern's got a lot going on Saturday. They got like baseball, softball. Yeah, they got a whole bunch um, of. They, they got a busy Saturday for credit sure. Credit to them. That's such a good move. Make sure these the baseball and softball players are able to get there for senior night. Uh, I uh, smart move. Smart move. Uh, fire, fire Nation. We can start there um, just by the simple fact. I think the Fire are going to win this game regardless. There is no way we don't get one of their best shots, even if it's not wrapped up. And if it is wrapped up, then whatever. There's no point in talking about the game. Uh, but, Manny, moving on, some other uh, – pretty much the rest of them are big ones. Uh, Kaiser, Kaiser Flomo, I think we can start there. I don't see Kaiser losing this game. I don't see them losing it either. I think they're riding a wave of momentum um, after this last win against the Bobcats uh, where it was a, a nail-biter down the stretch and they pulled it out. Um, Real loss for St. Thomas. Yeah, and we're definitely we're definitely going to talk about my Bobcats in, in a minute here. Uh, but, yeah, I don't see the, the Lions um, being able to pull off the upset to their credit. They have gotten some players back. They are playing better. But I just think Kaiser, and we know how Kaiser, especially on the women's side, are at home. They definitely – beat off that Seahawk Nation crowd. So I think Kaiser rise that wave of momentum and go into the postseason on a two-game winning streak, which is huge for them. Can I be honest about the Kaiser Seahawks? Fire with me. And I'm not saying I'm going to pick them on the next episode. Wow. But if we were doing – if we were doing it today, and it may just be, be the side of the bed I literally just woke up on, I would probably lean Kaiser. Now, that's about a 35%, and there's 33 with St. Thomas and 34 with Southeastern. Nobody checked that math. I don't know if it's right. Probably not. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's fine. It's I mean, fine. Like, it's probably, it's probably, I think it's like 102%, whatever, whatever. Um, look, I think they're playing phenomenal basketball. Um, I think that that – I think their play, their defense that they're playing, just look at what they've done over the last three games. They hold Coastal Georgia to 46, Warner to 64, and they hold that St. Thomas offense to 66. Now, look, it's a three-point game. Could have gone either way. But on the road, that's impressive. They they get one more on their senior night against Florida Memorial. That'll be four straight wins. Um, and I think what it's always come down to when we get to women's uh, the, 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 the women's conference tournament is going to be who's playing the best down the stretch i again i'm not picking kaiser to win this i think when it's all said and done i'll probably pick southeastern maybe um but good lord it is close no i i, I honestly can see how kaiser um 
has a chance. Uh, I, I honestly like how Elena Schaefer has been playing. She's been playing phenomenal all season, but especially these past uh, week, two weeks or so in conference, 20 points against the Bobcats, hit, had the go-ahead free throws down the stretch to give the Bobcat, to give the Seahawks excuse me, the, the one-point lead, and then eventually they did ice it with more free throws before that. For the Seahawks, to me, it's always been, if they're at home, Cool. I like them to get really very far in this conference. I actually think they're going to finish second. Again, there's a whole lot of tiebreaker situations that got to happen, but I think a Seahawks win gives them the second seed. That is very good for them in the side of momentum. That is good because you can say, we're not going to lie. Before Wednesday, they were looking at, they were staring down the barrel of the fourth seed. Very, very hard for them to move up. That win pretty much gave them new life. And that can be a scary thing for any yep. team, especially a team like them who is playing so well, who they're going to go in. I think they're going to have a dominant performance on senior night. I really do. Like you said, the defense has been impressive. That they, they, they understand the size, how to be able to use it between uh, Ellison and Jones and, and the, the post players they have. So I, I really like the way they're playing. They they may not be that, that long of a shot, honestly, when you start really sitting down and looking at matchups and all that stuff. Manny, we'll be quick with Ave Maria against Coastal Georgia. I, I think it's cut and dry. However, you do have the senior night aspect of things. Ave Maria, tough loss against Weber, who we'll talk about in just a minute. And Weber, what about them Weber Warriors? Let's talk about a minute. Uh, Ave, Ave struggled um, against, against uh, Weber a little bit. I think it was more Weber just played really well. Um, also, well, we'll get we'll get into Weber in a minute. I do think this is cut and dry, though. I think Ave Maria goes up there, takes care of business. They'll have a home playoff game. Um, or they're they're not in contention for a two seed, are they? They are. So right now, they, are, they, they need a they they need what a win and then a St. Thomas and Kaiser loss. So basically, the way it's going to work down, if if all three of those teams that are tied right now in the second seed get a win, uh, those being Ave, Kaiser, and STU, um, Kaiser gets the second seed. Because they beat the Bobcats 2-0. Kaiser split with Ave, but Ave split with St. Thomas. That'll be how the breakdown goes. Um, again, not a not a hundred percent, but from what I've heard, the, the the rules that I have read and all this and all that other stuff, because Kaiser, St. Thomas, and um Ave all have the same record, the next thing would be you can't do head-to-head, -head, obviously. It would be common opponents, meaning uh -huh. how you did in the rest of the conference. Kaiser beating St. Thomas twice gives them second seed. Ave, yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. Just, basically, just just, 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 just just tell me just tell me after Saturday. Just tell me after Saturday. Yeah, whatever, basically, whatever Ave happens Saturday happens. But they we'll, need, we'll go from there. They, they need really... other things to happen. Ave yeah. needs other things to happen for them to get the second seed. I don't think it'll happen. But, yeah, I, I think Ave will get it. I will say this. And I and I kind of piggyback off that Weber game that they had. Great first half, two 20-point quarters, but then you yep. have a total of 24 in the second half. That's where that momentum shifted. Once yep. Weber got the lead, they never even looked back. Shout out Bridges, you know, 1,000 points, all that good stuff. Oh, what a moment. Um, I mean, Jada Burgess is one of the most well-known uh, athletes on Weber's campus, no doubt about it. It's been one of my – favorite warriors to cover over the last couple of years uh just gritty dude gritty works hard weber was two and eleven without her weber was two oh and i 11. said when she comes back again i've never met her i'm not gonna 
And and I know we got a big one this weekend against the, the Warriors, but from a Hooper to Hooper perspective, I just love the way she's been playing. I I, I love her game. You know, I'm I'm a sucker for the mid range. I'm a sucker for somebody who can average. She I feel like she averages more free throws than teams average free throws. She just knows how to get to that. Free she's throw aggressive, line. man. So, she's aggressive. Um, but we'll talk about player of the year in a minute. Um, we'll but yeah, about- uh, Ave. They, 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 there's a girl at Southeastern who's going to win player of the year, but anyways, uh, St. Thomas against Weber. I think St. Thomas is going to come in here and get, get a win. I think it was Weber locked things up against Ave Maria. Uh, by the way, just real quick tangent, shout out that Warner coastal Georgia game. Holy wild down the stretch. Um, I, I turned that game on my phone. I was watching that on my phone while watching or broadcasting the end of the Ave Weber game. That game was crazy. Um, Manny, I think St. Thomas comes in here gets to win over Weber. They need the momentum. Weber doesn't. Weber's uh, flying high uh, way the conference has gone. Um, doesn't mean uh, Coach Grady's gonna won't have his team ready to go. But I think this will be St. Thomas's get right game. I'm gonna take the next couple minutes here. I gave the men's side, you know, I I talked to them about it uh, at the beginning when they were 0-2, and they turned it around, and I've been singing their praise. Now I got to do the same thing for the women's because I got to be fair. It's been a rough week. You go up to Southeastern, you get a big win on the road, you're holding the number one seed in your hands, but then you drop the next two in a row, both to Ave and then to Weber. I mean, Ave and then to Kaiser. The Kaiser one hurting a lot more. Senior night at home, all that good stuff. It's been a rough week, but I also think that could be a positive thing. They've been in playoff basketball since that Southeastern game. They have just been game after game. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. They've been in three straight close games, all coming down to those last few possessions. This is going to be the same thing. Quick little little thing out there for you guys. Again, all my numbers and all that other stuff, I believe St. Thomas will finish in the fourth seed because I do think Ave and Kaiser will win. With that being said, this Saturday is a playoff preview, folks. I think it'll be a 4-5 matchup. I think Weber finishes in the fifth seed because they will because uh, I don't see Warner obviously beating uh, Southeastern. This game has so much implications, and it really adds into the, the, the element of the, the things you can't account for Weber knows that if they have play the Bobcats, it'll be on the road. Weber can't host the first round. You know, then they want to send a message they're coming in. They may be the hottest team right now. We've been saying it for almost two weeks now. Weber is Webering. They always remember at the right time. And again, don't know her, but I know a killer when I see one, I was calling the game when Jada Burgess came down here with the Warriors. She didn't play. They lost by 20. I'm sure she was sitting on that bench looking at the scoreboard thinking, man, I could put 20 up in my sleep. This game is going to be one that could go down as like a a game of the year type of vibe because Warriors feel like they can send a message. The Bobcats, like you said, need this game. I think they will get it, but it's not going to be easy. They're going to have to go take it. These Warriors are not going to give it to you all. No. Well, um... Yeah, oh, God, you just killed that. I don't even have anything to say. Good job. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're you're absolutely right. This is a must win. If St. Thomas loses this game, morale is on in the floor. Um, now, if they lose this game, am I writing them off? I'll be darned if I write a Coach Walker, 
coach team off. Ain't gonna happen. Um, but it'll be tough for me to be like, oh yeah, they'll go beat Kaiser, Ave, Southeastern. Manny, player of the year. Uh, my vote go it's gotta go to Becky. Um, Becky uh from Southeastern has been consistently the best player in this conference. She is the most valuable player other than Jada Burgess to her team. Maybe Brooke uh, St. Thomas could have an argue in the, in that category. Brooke a phenomenal year. I would probably put her uh, second or third. I do think if Jada Burgess plays the full season, it is a little bit different. Um, I think we, we could look at things a little bit differently, but uh, Becky Klachetov from the Southeastern fire Man, as you finished off uh, yesterday or Wednesday with a 30.8 for 10 from the field, casual. Uh, <laughs> she is the player who could take this tournament over, especially with it being most likely being in the furnace. She's one of the best players in the country. She is going to be, you know, an honorable mention All-American, I, I would say. And I, I, I think it's pretty i don't want to say completely cut and dry there's definitely a little juice in there uh with it with jada with with brooke but with how she's played all year and especially how she's played in the clutch moments down the stretch uh game away from locking up the one seed it's becky for me no yeah it, it is gonna be becky like you said that 30 point performance honestly felt like a, a cap on it um again with a fire win like you said a game really much left for them to close it up and for all we know she could have a great encore um i will say and this i guess this could be my push i do i do want to see some more awards here postseason you know i i, I do think i would love to see you know a six-man defensive player of the year I, I i was talking about the conference apparently there used to be that which was cool and i and i would I, it has been there in my time here uh, at st thomas but i think that'd be awesome because i feel like there, there, there's some there's definitely some some players out there you want to you want to highlight you know you want to do it I mean, I I wouldn't mind. I think just what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? We can do I it for basketball. We'll do it right now. All right, we can do we can do our obvious ones. We can do a player of the year, um, which we've already announced. So good job on us. We already screwed that content up. Um, but uh, we 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 can do our player of the year. Um, we can have a debate. We'll bring on we'll bring we'll bring on Brian Kelly. Uh, to talk. Uh, to talk a little bit about because he can bring on on an Ave point of view. Uh, as well, and I think we're kind of split right now on the men's vote as is. So we'll we'll bring him in and talk about that. And he'll be our our third vote if you and I are split on any of these. Uh, coach of the year, I think we could definitely do. I think it'll be cut and dry. Let's not spoil it though. I think I know where the direction I would go on both the men's and women's side. Sure. Um, we can do a freshman of the year for the men's side. That's obvious, but we can still do it and we can have some fun with it on the women's side so we have coach of the year freshman of the year player of the year which i think that's what the conference sponsors anyways and then a six man of the year we could 100 percent do that i think that could um, be really good i think that i think that'd be fun and that 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 would, that, that would make me get get getting the stats books and look around talk around a little bit um i'd like that and I think defensive player of the year. I, th I think those are the those are like the five that you that you kind of have to have in a, in a basketball setting. Um, after sure. that, you know, you can get uh, going all that so good stuff. But I think those two are 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 good for sure. Um, to to really deep dive and give some like I said, I get, give some love to the to the rest of the players in the conference who have had a tremendous tremendous year. And we've talked about them at times this year. And again, I think the debate on those two especially could get real real good. All right, so conference tournament starts Tuesday, right? Correct. I believe it will all be right. Tuesday. 
So we will have a conference tournament preview out Monday. Manny, we are recording Sunday. Book it 100%. We will record Sunday. That episode will be out Monday morning. And I'd imagine we'll have an interview. I I imagine we'll have somebody on. We'll preview the conference tournament games, and we will give you all of our season awards that will include player of the year, freshman of the year, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and sixth man of the year. Correct? We're cooking something up good. I can already smell it. All right. I, I like it. it. I like it. We'll have all that to, to you. Manny, anything else uh, before we send the people into the weekend? If y'all have not been following conference basketball at all or just sparingly, lock in for this next week because I promise you it is going to be so much fun. Yep. So much yep. fun. And, again, baseball, softball, we talk about y'all all the time. We're, We're coming. coming. We're coming. Like, We're coming. Don't worry just hold it. your horses. Give it. Give us a couple weeks. Give <laughs> yeah, us two. Yeah. Weeks. Give us two weeks. We got basketball. We got. Po- y- y'all all know when it gets postseason time, we we, got, we, 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 we make you a priority. Yeah, it exactly. happens. Basketball is postseason time. We're making basketball the priority. Love all of you. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Good luck to all the athletes competing.